0: Hello and welcome to the Renaissance Polymath. I'm your host, Toby Gagnon, and on this episode, we're going to be discussing hobbies and staying active. Let's go ahead and get things started. If there was one thing that we, collectively, learned in 2020, it was the importance of staying active, both physically and mentally. Some of us handled the time spent alone or with limited human contact better than others. I feel that those that did better were ones that already had hobbies and or routines that weren't reliant upon other people. I know that initially, I thought I would love the time with my family and not having to travel for work. After about a month, however, I found myself searching for excuses to either be alone or to get out of the house. Thankfully, I had a few things that I was already interested in and or already involved in to help occupy my mind and my hands. This helped me stay sane and keep from driving my family crazy. Additionally, I had a few things that I had put off, simply because they were going to take some time, either to learn, or to accomplish, or both. Well, now I had the time to put into them, so I'd like to share with you the things that kept my mind and my body active outside of family and work. So the first thing I'm going to start with is health. It might sound a bit odd, and I promise I'm not going to get into any politics, but I have a goal to eat smart and to move my body on a daily basis. And that is the goal, literally. Eat smart, move your body on a daily basis. And when I say eat smart, what I mean is, is be very purposeful. Don't just mindlessly eat. Be very purposeful with what you're eating and why you're eating. And then moving my body on a daily basis, it's great to have a step counter on my watch. That kind of reminds me, hey, you should move more than you did yesterday. That's always good. So I have a goal to eat smart. ...and move my body on a daily basis. At the same time, I try to take time to sit in silence with my own thoughts and away from any screens. So, similar to listening to a podcast like this, it's great you're away from a screen. However, you're not really alone with your thoughts. And here's what I would challenge you to do... ...is next time you go to the bathroom, leave your phone somewhere else. Don't take it with you. And just sit and listen to your own thoughts... In the shower is an easy way to be with your own thoughts because there's a lot of white noise and you probably do your best thinking in the shower. So try to make that more of a consistent thing and not just in the shower. Sit alone with your thoughts in some silence or with some white noise in the background. I've also taken to reading books again and I thoroughly enjoy getting lost in the stories, whether it's an actual paper or hardcover book paperback or hardcover book. I really like reading them. I always did. I just never really had the time to do it with life as busy as it was pre-2020. What I did do, however, was audiobooks, and those are fantastic because I love being read to. It's something I've always enjoyed, and I like I said, I love getting lost in the stories. Since 2020 came, I've picked up more books, more physical, tangible books, and sat And read them. And I like everything from fiction stories and getting lost in those, all the way through sort of uh, historical or documentary kind of things where I can read up about the history of something and how we got to where we are today in a specific topic. Next, preparedness. So I've spent over a decade thinking about preparedness. And this 2020 gave me the opportunity to kind of stress test it and say, hey, things are different now things might not be the same going forward, preparedness has changed. What does that look like? How am I doing? I can scorecard myself. It also gave me the time to take inventory, to rotate stock, and to replenish where necessary. In addition to that, it also gave me the opportunity to test some of this stuff and make changes where it was appropriate. At the same time, I realized in my community there was kind of a lack of information on this topic and a lack of people who were willing to help, more importantly. So what I did is I wanted to share and help others, so I developed and gave educational seminars on preparedness. I gave seven seminars on this, and folks took different things away from it, but either way, everybody who left left with something new to think about in their own preparedness journey. Moving on, motorcycling. I started riding motorcycles or dirt bikes at age 7, but I had been at way for it for about 10 years, and I'm slowly getting back into it. In fact, when January of 2020 came, I purchased a motorcycle for the first time in about a decade, and it was really good timing because during 2020... When it was almost impossible to be near other people, it was a great stress relief to put that helmet on and be in my own little bubble and ride and have a sense of freedom. And if you want to learn about why motorcycling might give you the sense of freedom, I would encourage you to check out Fort Nine. That's F-O-R-T-N-I-N-E on YouTube. He does a really good job. Ryan is his name. He does a really good job of explaining why Motorcycling gives you a sense of freedom. He actually also does a really good job at entertaining it at the same time. So, Fortnite on YouTube information about motorcycling. My focus with motorcycling is truthfully just on being safe. So, my riding style has changed from what it was years ago, where I was a more aggressive rider years ago. I am much more a passive rider today. And The way I see myself now on a motorcycle is almost as a secondary user of the roadways. Keep in mind, too, that 10 years ago, cell phones were beginning to become more prevalent. They weren't what they are today, so riding was different because I didn't have to worry about the same challenges in other motorists that you do today. Also, I was interested in off-road travel, you know, getting off the pavement, so I decided to get A second motorcycle that is more of an adventure style motorcycle which allows me to still move forward comfortably uh, and travel comfortably when the pavement runs out so I bought myself uh, two motorcycles in fact I have one that is a low CC low displacement bike for the road and it's fun and it's easy and doesn't really go fast so it's not going to get me in trouble And the other one is a slightly higher displacement, but it has the ability to get off-road, and that has helped keep me sane. Next, firearms. I went through introductory training beginning in 2010, and I have explored and grown since. Now, back in 2010, my purpose of getting into firearms was to provide food. It was simply about hunting and getting out and harvesting game through more natural ways than just going to the store. Um, That was my purpose of getting into it. But since I've grown in firearms, I have used them for hunting, but also for sport, for entertainment, and for education. What do I mean by education? Well, I have a passion for teaching. And I combine my passions for firearms and being an educator By becoming a firearms instructor, and my focus was on new owners and those who were beginning their training journey. Going back to what I was in 2010, I wanted to focus on the people who had never had any kind of training before. I felt that I might be able to provide a little bit of knowledge and insight and help them on their journey. And the last one I'll talk about is amateur radio or ham radio. So I've always had an interest in becoming a licensed ham, but I always thought it was really hard and took a long time and was prohibitively expensive. One of those is actually kind of true, <laughs> depending on what you want to do with it. But going back to preparedness, I like the idea of being more self-reliant. And going back to the, really the premise of this whole episode is having a hobby that is not reliant upon someone else. And preparedness really falls into that journey. is uh, bit of self-reliance can go a long way, whether it's for food or water or shelter or anything like that. But in addition, how are you going to stay sane, right? And amateur radio actually has helped quite a few people in 2020 when the world, quite frankly, wasn't allowed in some areas to even leave their house and have human interaction outside of their own family unit. Amateur radio was a means to keep people mentally stable because they could get on the radio and they could talk to somebody and they could have a normal conversation over a great distance versus just living room to kitchen or neighbor to neighbor through a window or something like that. Um, In April of 2020, I decided to go ahead and take the test and passed and became a licensed amateur radio operator. It was not nearly as hard as I thought it was going to be. And in fact, when I passed, I thought, man, why did this take me so long to do? It cost me all of $10 uh, to take the test and to get licensed and all that stuff. And the test was arguably no harder than a driver's license test. So why did it take me so long? And I think a lot of it was, going back to what I said earlier on, it was going to take time to do some studying. And there was also the fear of, or really not fear, but the thought of, man, I don't I don't know what to expect. I don't know what's next. So the amateur radio was something I really dived into in April. And now as we move into March 2021, I upgraded my license and I now have more privileges. And I really like it. Unfortunately, like I talked about, oh, I thought it might be prohibitively expensive. It can be. Depending on what you want to do, depending on the type of radios that you buy, new, used, etc., it can get kind of expensive, but the expense that I put into the equipment that I have now allows me to talk around the world through the use and aid of the internet, as well as completely free of any internet service provider, whether that is home internet or a cell phone carrier or something like that, I can talk over 800, 900 miles away without the need of paying anybody for the ability to do that. As I continue in my amateur radio hobby, my plan of course is to continue to study and get the highest licensed class level available and invest some more money into some more equipment. That may include getting out and doing some hiking and some adventuring in some parks because there are ways that you can go to a park and just set up on a picnic table and play radio. And it's a contest and you get points for it. And people actually search those folks out. Or if you are a hiker and you get to the top of a mountain and you take pictures with your phone and man, look at this view. What else do you do up there? Well, if you had a ham radio license and a radio, you could actually play radio on the hill and get points for every contact that you make. So it's a lot of fun. And I encourage you to check it out. So let's give a quick summary of the hobbies and the things that I do to stay active both physically and mentally. Starting first and foremost, of course, with health. It is very important to stay active physically. Move your body, even if that means getting up off the couch and literally just walking around your living room. You can walk in circles and pace around your couch. You can do it. It allows your body to stay active. Absolutely do it. Also, take time to sit in silence with your own thoughts. That will help you tremendously From a mental standpoint, give that a try. Preparedness. Preparedness is something that you should always consider whenever doing anything. And preparedness could mean, hey, I'm going to the store. Do I have my wallet? Or I'm going to go hiking. Do I have the right shoes? That's preparedness. But preparedness can also be, if the power goes out for 24 hours, am I going to starve? Or am I going to freeze? Or am I going to be so hot and uncomfortable that I won't be able to sleep? Preparedness can be both ends of that spectrum. Motorcycling. A great way to go out and do something that is by yourself and have a lot of fun and a heck of a sense of freedom while doing it. Firearms. Not for everybody, I understand that. But for me, it was a great way to get out and connect with other members in the community who were like-minded and share in education and knowledge. And quite frankly, if you are a firearms owner and you are active in participating in sporting events and things like that, odds are you are extremely, extremely aware of the safety that's into it, and you are very focused, and you want to stay safe. That's a great way to do it. So firearms is another good hobby. And lastly is amateur radio. How do you get out and talk to people that are really far away in a moment of quarantine and amateur radio can do that for you it's also great for emergency communications which is a whole other thing altogether that uh, we'll go into in a later episode but amateur radio is a good one so in summary things that I have done and will continue to do include focusing on my physical and mental health upgrading my preparedness level taking adventures both on-road and off-road with my motorcycle Continue to increase my knowledge and proficiency with firearms, and expand my knowledge and abilities with radio and radio technology. So that about wraps up this episode, but I would encourage you to do your own continued research and education. I'll make sure to link in the show notes with all the things I talked about in this episode. On the next episode, I will be discussing personal wellness. If you have any feedback, feel free to send me an email at podcast at therenpo.com. That's T H E. R-E-N-P-O I would also appreciate it if you left a review wherever you podcast. That helps this show be discoverable to others and helps me understand where things can be improved. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download new episodes so you don't miss any of the future topics. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.